Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. to another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, the podcast where we talk about musicals. Surprise! Hooray! It's me, KB. I'm going to be your host again today. And joining me at the table, as usual, is Mr. Zane C. Weber. And our beautiful guest. This is where I say my name? Yeah. I'm Heidi. <laughs> Heidi's here. Heidi's here. Heidi's here. Guys, <laughs> I didn't obviously brief her before the show how this goes, so let's see what happens. This is fun. We are going to be talking all things last five years today, which is super exciting. I can't believe it's taken us this long to get to this show. Have we even done a JRB yet? I don't think so. This might be our first JRB. What? I'm a bit disappointed in you all. Well, We only can only do one musical I, a week. I know, yeah, it's but hard. I mean, to be fair, also in the grand scheme of how many musicals he's written, there's actually not that. It's not that True. many. Um, and if we had already talked about it, Heidi, you wouldn't be I here wouldn't with have us. Come. Um. <laughs> Now, we're going to get to know Heidi, but before we do, we need to uh, give an awesome, amazing, wonderful, large shout out to our latest patron from our Patreon account. Um, his name is David Dunnan. David Dunnan. Thank you so much for being amazing. You um, uh, con- you contributing to the show has made us very happy and we're so glad that you enjoy listening to and us. And one step closer to watching me do the Necronomicon. Guys, I don't know if you remember this, but if we get to <laughs> 1,000 patrons on Patreon, uh, Zane is going to do the dance from Evil Dead the musical. We're going to film it. We're going to put it up for you guys to watch it. Patrons only. It's not going to go out there to the world. Um, <laughs> Thank goodness. And don't any of you leak it. <laughs> um, I had not a clue what we were talking about. It's like the what? Um, the necro what? <laughs> it's nothing saucy that <laughs> needs to be uh, censored or anything. But um yeah, David, you're, you're a star. So thanks for, for contributing to the show, dude. And so, yeah, if you want to join David, you listening to all our bonus episodes or the Cats episode, the first episode we ever recorded. Ever, and you know our feelings about Cats, so do you want to hear us talk about it? Yes, you do, because you might find some some interesting little uh, moments <laughs> in there. Um, but look, we need to go back to the last five years and our guest Heidi, because um, we're already, what? three minutes into the show and we haven't gotten to know her yet. I mean, so. I'm happy to talk about cats. <laughs> no! <laughs> I have God, feelings no. about cats. Maybe we will talk about cats <laughs> I'm allergic later to on. Zane's cat, so that's cool. Um, so let's let's get to know you, Heidi. Okay. Um, 
feel like I'm on a first date. I'm really excited. I know. And we've known each other for years. So I'm interested (laughs) to see if I know the answers to these questions. Um, Your first question Mm -hmm. is, which musical character would other people compare you to? Okay. This, I had to do some research for this question. Yeah. I've asked some people who are very close to me. Um, the first response I got was I am apparently a combination of most of the female characters of Into the Woods. So Amazing. I'm the beggar's wife. I'm Little Red Riding Hood. I'm Cinderella. Somebody else added Rapunzel into the mix as well. So I'm quite happy to just be just not, the no female witch, cast. Just no I witch. know, which I'm kind of sad mm. about because she's my favourite. So I'm a little, <laughs> bit, a little bit hurt. Thanks, guys. Um, I've also... Had someone describe me as Reno Sweeney? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just a mix of characters. Zane called me Elphaba before. I'm pretty happy to be Elphaba. Yeah, do it. Yeah. I'll take all of them. I feel like I made Awani personally, but that's all right. <laughs> well, that's that's the that's the next question, Hyde. Yeah. Jump in the gun. Sorry. Which musical character would you like other people to compare you oh, to? Oh, I don't want to be described as Awani. <laughs> like, can we talk about that for a second? I'm just a girl who can't say no. Like, <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> she needs to talk about that. No, I want to be Anna from Frozen. Oh, amazing. Nice. I want to be Anna or Maria from The Sound of Music. Really? Like, you know, she's sometimes the positivity is a little bit annoying, but she's just like happy and children love her and she carries a guitar case and sings on a bus. Who doesn't These want are to do all that? wonderful things. You could in you, Austria. You can already start carrying around a guitar case <laughs> on a and bus. sing on buses in if Australia. You'd like. yeah. Next week, you guys are going to like hear a news article about some crazy woman who's been sitting on a bus with a guitar, singing just to children, taking people's children and being like, "I'm your governess now." Um, you know, making clothes people. for them out of curtains. I'm going to lose my blue card really um, quickly. Start locking up your children, listeners. <laughs> um, so then, um, what out of all of these characters mm-hmm. and then some? What is your dream role? See, I don't have just one dream. That's okay. Can I have multiple? You dreams? can have. Um, of course, I've got a bucket list. Everyone does. Maximum of three oh. dreams today. Well, that's really just today's dreams. Just in case we get you back again, yeah. so you can save oh. some dreams Same for next more. time. We can do like yeah. the top ten over a long yeah. period yeah. of time. No, I've got like a bucket list, and I'm ticking them off bit by bit. My current bucket list, like the near future. Mm-hmm. Kathy would be one of them. Mm-hmm. Hell yes to mm-hmm. Kathy, but no one ever does the last five years. It's very randomly It'll gets come done. Up again well, at some look, point. if anyone's listening out there, I'm now age appropriate, <laughs> and would you, really you could help a gal out. Um, Kathy, the Baker's Wife is another one. I'd love to play the Baker's Wife mm-hmm. in Into the Woods, not in the Baker's Wife, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Different show. Um. Oh, okay. I'm going to give you two today. Actually, no, Glinda. I want to play Glinda. Yeah, great. I really want to play Glinda. I want to like do both sides of the coin. That'd be yeah. really fun. They're three great roles. Because you, you have already played Alpha Bar. I have. I have. Already played I have. So, so it's time if anyone feels like producing on. Wicked. Yeah. <laughs> or the Wizard of Oz. Either Glinda's or just Galinda. Ooh. Galinda. Just Galinda. I don't know. I don't care. Just cast me <laughs> i'm not picky um so if you were a mix of all of the into the woods characters mm. um is that your favorite sondheim show oh yes oh yes yeah yeah definitely mm. actually that's my other bucket list is to tick all the female characters off one by one like because you can play them from any age like you can you be can. a child and meet into the woods you can be granny like yeah into the woods is the show that a woman can play for the rest of her life that's have you favorite. played little red already i have played little red there you go there you i've go. also played cinderella i've done two there i've got well, two ticked off the list got three more left. there's also rapunzel i could be the giant if i wanted to be this yeah. it could be you could be the narrator yeah I- I could be. Multiple roles. You, you got may a female doctor be. now. We can have a female narrator. Or a prince. 
know. We can push all boundaries. Also Chris is pretty gender specific. <laughs> hey, you know. no, you know, you never she know. could swing that way. We and sure, a sleeping girl. We could gender swap into the woods. Anyway, yeah. moving on. What is your current go-to shower song? Oh, that's a good question. I looked at some of the questions, but obviously not that one. What do you, um, what, what I, do you sing in the show? I'm often singing. Oh, I don't even know what it's called. It's from Dogfight. It's um, Dog before fight? it's over. Oh, okay. No, before it's over. Nice. Just sits nice yeah. in the rain. Just a good little warm up if you're feeling a bit, you know, dry. Nice. Yeah. It's a great song. Great Pretty show. song. Yeah. All right. Now we're um <laughs> we're at the controversial question, ladies and gentlemen. I did prep for um, this one. You, I've got an answer. Everyone has prepped yeah, for every, this one. This one is the one I think people sit on for the longest. <laughs> um, look, I have to warn you that Cats has been now I've deleted heard. forever. No, it, I can, you are a listener of the show. You get that, mm-hmm. but I just need to put that out in case you're new to the show. Cats no longer exist. Cats was yeah, but I actually wouldn't cut times. cats, to be honest. That's okay. I think it's um, got its merits. It does. Um, if you want to hear what our opinions of that is, become a Patreon. Um, but if you don't had, like it, but <laughs> if you had to delete one musical from the canon, mm-hmm. which one would it be? Showboat. Interesting. And Showboat. Why? The first one. The Otherwise first known as Slowboat. Slowboat. It is- a long and it's long, it's boring. Show. There's not really that many catchy numbers in it. Like it was, I also thought about South Pacific, but South Pacific has some great numbers sitting mind. in there. Like yeah. it's got some good little bangers. Showboat's long, it's boring, it's racially not the most appropriate no. show ever Correct. that's existed, yeah. and it's just it's boring. Great like yeah. choice. So Great it's just choice. not relevant. Then, it's no, it's relevant. really not. It doesn't get done. It yeah. yeah. See, yeah, much better than. Cats to get rid of. Great. Cats at least has one good number in it. Um, anyway. <laughs> now, I wasn't uh, meaning memory, by the way. <laughs> uh, now that we've gotten to know you, Hyde, um, we should probably get to know the last five years, right, guys? A little bit. Well, little bit. we're going to take a little tiny break and then we're going to jump straight into it. Last five years by Jason Robert Brown. Do we have like some history, some fun facts? What have we got, Heidi? We sure do. Last five years. No, I'm not going to read off the <laughs> Wikipedia page. Okay, so it's a musical. It's written by Jason Robert Brown. It tells the story of a relationship that, without giving any plot points away, becomes a failed relationship. <laughs> Sad. No. Um, it was. It premiered in two thousand and one, and then was produced off Broadway in two thousand and two, and then got. Since then, it's gone on for I don't know. It's international. It's been off Broadway the whole time. Never made mm-hmm. it to Broadway. Um, is one of the only shows I think to ever be successful for just having two characters in it, which mm. is a thing yeah. in itself. Um, Jason Robert Brown was went to court actually because it's loosely based on a failed relationship of his and his wife was like, whoa, mate, that's our relationship. That's a bit inappropriate. His ex-wife, should I say, his yeah. non-current <laughs> wife, was yeah. like, mm, that's not cool and sued him or tried to sue him and then he changed a song in the show, just one, just one <laughs> song, to make it a little bit less, oh, this is our relationship, and then he got away with it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, that was, it was court-ordered. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had it to, wasn't like, oh, well, to appease you, I will change yes, one song. No, the court said, exactly. Well, yeah. it's really this song that, is the crux of their argument. Yeah. If you change it, mm. then it yeah, works. Everything I mean, else kind of fits I've into I've heard a both of those songs. I've heard because he has released the song that was removed from it since on his own private albums. Mm. And I'm like, 
I mean, obviously I don't know her, but there's not that it's much not difference. Different. Like I'm like, it's still clearly the show's still about her. I think it mentions her hair colour yeah, or right. something, and I think that was just <laughs> made it a bit yeah. too personal mm-hmm. and specific. I mean, I also think that the song that ended up in the show is a better song than the it one is, that was yeah. taken. But yeah. yeah. Um, has it been nominated for anything? I actually don't know. Probably. Uh, I would assume so. It, not big name yeah. awards. Yeah, because it's not a big um, show. Like and again, it's, it's never been on Broadway, so true, it wouldn't have been nominated yeah. for any Tonys or anything. Yeah, They made a um, movie out of it. They did. Starring the love of my life, Jeremy Jordan. <laughs> He's, he's and very Jeremy, if you're listening, Anna Kendrick. That yeah, whatever. Chick. I'm just ignoring her. I do actually love Anna Kendrick. I'm just saying, Jeremy, if you're listening, I'm quite happy to be produced in a production of the last five years, also starring Jeremy. Just saying. Look, right, I'm sure so. his wife would be really happy about that, but yeah. we'll see what happens. I'll um, take her. Is there is there any anything else? I don't That's actually kind of think so. No, I don't know. it's um, not a complicated. No, it's pretty straightforward. Two people yeah. on stage singing about their feelings. Yeah. It is, and I think because it is so simple. It has had a, had a lot of productions mm. internationally mm. because it's not very complex. It's, mm-hmm. it's easy to translate as yeah. well because, mm-hmm. like, you've got, what, Sweden, Denmark, Norway, Finland, Ireland, Madrid, Poland, Israel and Stockholm. And like, Australia. And, and Australia, but mm-hmm. we sing it in English here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> Do we, though? So... This is Do a question we? for you guys. I don't know if we can answer this first. Is is it, when it was in Ireland? Did they sing it in in? No, ga- I, not Gaelic, I, I assume Celtic. it is. Uh, it is sung in English. Yeah. But the original girl, the original Kathy, mm. um, that the song is written, the show is written about, yeah. was Irish. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, well, before we keep talking about, because I think if we keep talking about, we're going to start speaking about the plot of of the show, and um, we need to play a little musical interlude before then. So. Can I actually just quickly say <laughs> now I am really keen to see it done in Australia in Swedish or something <laughs> like completely different. And we just don't warn the audience at all. No, no, no. <laughs> we just, but we just get actors of each different language, so every <laughs> night you don't know what you're coming to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, that that right. is performance art it mixed is. with yeah. musical theatre. But it also okay. will um it will also test whether the actors are good at their job or not <laughs> to see if they can communicate effectively. Oh, I just um, can't wait to see the reviews. <laughs> Uh, there you go, guys. If you want to do it, go ahead and produce it. It's all yours. I'll be in it. Meanwhile, we're going to take a little break and we'll come back with the plot. My man, can you tell us what this show is about and who's in it? I can. <laughs> It'll take a while to list it's the characters. It's going to take a real long time to list all Settle those in, characters. everybody. There are two characters. <laughs> Jamie Wellerstein mm-hmm. and Catherine Cathy Hyatt. Oh, Catherine Cathy. The I didn't end. know she was a Catherine. She's a Catherine. I mean, she's I guess she's a Cathy. Catherine Hyatt with Cathy yeah. as her nickname. So I wonder whether she was changed to Cathy because mm. she was too reflective of <laughs> his ex-wife. So this the main uh, gimmick of the show yeah. is that two characters are experiencing the same story in reverse directions of each other. Which is mm-hmm. so great. Mm-hmm. So... Jamie Wellerstein travels from the beginning of the relationship 
through the wedding and the wooing to the end of the relationship at the end of the show. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of the show, Kathy starts out at the end of the relationship and travels forward to the beginning of the relationship. Which makes her story so heartbreaking. (laughs) And also hers is the very first song, so you're set up from the very beginning that this is not going to end well. Absolutely. It's not like like it sets it up as the beginning of the relationship. It's like, no, he's gone, he's done, see ya. Is like well, and also she's been wronged in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so great. We'll, we'll, I will talk about that more during the songs. Mm-hmm. I assume absolutely. Um, but it, the the plot isn't too in depth. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I think I'll just go through some of the songs and the the main beats. Yeah, do it. So we we open with Kathy sitting alone, lamenting the end of her marriage. Um, yeah, and because this is a song cycle kind of format too. It yeah. has no dialogue, yes. which we should probably well, point out now. the two characters only ever meet right in the centre yeah. of mm-hmm. the middle of the show. Yeah. And then they always singing by always themselves. Always singing. They're always oh, – and always yeah. singing. And, yeah, no scene work yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. So we need to kind of talk songs and plot as yeah. one just mm-hmm. so you guys know what we're doing. And then after after Kathy lamenting, we get into uh, Jamie celebrating finding this – Shiksa goddess, mm-hmm. <laughs> who he's just so happy that she's not Jewish for some reason. <laughs> yeah, really thrilled. <laughs> and it's immediately like so upbeat, such a 180 from what yeah. Kathy was going through. Huge contrast. Um, so, again, we move forward and we see Kathy dealing or trying to make the best of a bad situation yeah. in her timeline. And in Jamie's timeline, we see him having some success in his career and he's happy that he's with this woman and he's getting some uh, some notoriety as an author yeah. mm-hmm. and everything's coming at him really quickly and he's yeah. very coming happy up, with Jamie. it all. I said Millhouse, but Jamie works. <laughs> yes. uh, and then so, of course, we move on to Kathy uh, trying to find solace in – Jamie's success and like, Mm -hmm. yes, he's doing well and I'm not, but I'm a part of Mm -hmm. that and Mm -hmm. that's her story. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we move on to a Christmas, a Christmas song. A little Christmas story. It's great. A little Christmas story. Story about Schmuel. Um, it's a good cat name. It's also just a fun word to say. Everyone Shmuel. say it with us now. Shmuel. Shmuel. Sounds like a dragon song. name. It's great. I am Shmuel. Smaug and Shmuel. <laughs> I am Shmuel, Shmaug's brother. <laughs> I'm the friendly one. <laughs> and so Kathy's basically uh, being told by Jamie this allegorical story about uh, an old tailor named Shmuel and gives her a Christmas present, a watch, promising to support her as she achieves her dreams because he has his dreams and the means to help her um, achieve hers. I'm still waiting for someone to sing me a little Christmas story. It doesn't have to be that song. (laughs) I just want someone to make up their own little Christmas story for me. I would lap that up. (laughs) What can I say? I don't care what the gift is at the end. I would lap that up. You heard it here. We'll we'll be tagging Heidi in the post. It is is almost Christmas. It's true. It's also almost my birthday, so I'll set off for my birthday or Christmas. I don't mind. (laughs) They're very close together, people. You can't fail here. (laughs) So after Shmuel, we move on back to Kathy, and she is describing uh, 
her life as she's touring in Ohio. Some regional theatre fun. Regional <laughs> theatre. Is that the equivalent of community theatre? Uh, Australia? Uh, not no. really. It's kind of like Do they actually pre- get paid? <laughs> it's yes. like they get paid. Right, yeah. It's it's like pre-tryout sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. or shows that are trying to transition onto Broadway or are doing yeah. something. Or you get a contract get a con- touring yeah. with, with Wicked yeah. through the regional parts mm. of, of So yeah. it's it's not it's not Broadway, it's not Chicago, it's not giant. It's still an income. Theater. But it's still you, you still income. yeah, you're still getting paid, but, but you have to be away Ohio. from home for a while. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we move on to Jamie sitting with Kathy in Central Park, and this is where he proposes mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. And so this is the first time in the musical that they sing together. Yep. In a song called "The Next Ten Minutes," mm-hmm. uh, and it goes for about ten minutes. It goes as they get married. <laughs> it actually does. It goes for so long. But the great part is that, like in the essence of the crossover, I don't know whether we talk about this later with music. Is that he starts at the beginning of the song, but then by the time they finish, they've crossed over. So by the time they finish the song, she's at the beginning of the song. Yeah, so they repeat the same thing. So she, he says something, and she answers it. So they have a conversation at opposite ends of the song. Yes, exactly. So at first you're like, what is he talking about? That doesn't make any sense. And then later you're like, what is she saying? (gasps) Wait. It is very clever. Um, And it makes the audience feel very engaged when they they figure that out. Mm. Uh, So now we're making the switch over so where Jamie is in the decline of the marriage. Mm -hmm. He's not having a good time. Kathy is in the happy part of the relationship. Which happens oh, so like very soon after they got married. Like got married and then yeah. down almost the hill spiral almost mm. immediately. Yeah. Like it's quite concerning. <laughs> mm. So doesn't bode well. No. For future relationships. Immediately yeah. after the after the wedding, <laughs> Jamie makes the uh the observation that mm. every woman that he's ever wanted ever mm. is now interested in him because he's married. Yes. And it must be hard, Jamie. Mm. We all it's understand. It's really hard, it's Jamie. So yeah. Hard. Mm. I'm really yeah. sorry for you. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, and then Kathy is going, uh, is auditioning for a role mm-hmm. uh, and facing rejection. Mm-hmm. Because She's climbing uphill. Climbing uphill. <laughs> I, d- I don't want to go through song by song because I know, we'll no, be doing that. I was that. making a pun. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so Jamie uh, speaks to Kathy on the phone, trying to convince her that there's nothing wrong with, uh, nothing going on with him and his editor, Elise. Mm. Um, mm. And so he wants to celebrate a good book review, yeah. but Kathy refuses to go out because she is not happy. She hasn't had a good day. Mm-mm. She hasn't had a good day. No, rejection's day. never fun. Mm. <laughs> No, it's never fun. I can't think of a, I can't think of a situation. I love in which that you thought fun. about it. If anyone has an an example of when rejection is fun, please let us know. Yeah, let us know on the socials. Yeah, uh, <laughs> very concerned about what the answer is going to be. Uh, so Jamie is then fighting with Kathy uh, because she isn't listening to him, and he thinks she's being unsupportive of his career because. She isn't being successful, uh, and it's a real kick in the guts there, mm-hmm. Jane. Yeah, Thanks for that. And it's um, but he he tries to couch it in that he believes in her mm-hmm. and he wouldn't be so invested if he didn't think she could yep. succeed. Yes, uh, but still, it's it's a that's a yeah. hard pill to swallow mm. of a song. Um, 
Very, yeah. very yeah. good song though. And to be to be fair, nobody really wants to go to a big party full of a profession you don't really like. People outside yeah. of the entertainment yeah. industry don't really want to go to a party full of actors mm-hmm. and performers because it's a bit weird. You know, like you yeah. can kind of see where she's coming from at the She's same had time. a bad day. She doesn't feel like sitting around being like, woo, you're amazing with a bunch of people she doesn't know. I get yeah. it. Totally respect it. But also I get Jamie wants to feel loved and supported. Yeah. So okay. it's a, yeah, two sides to this coin. So again, they're moving further apart. As Jamie's moving into marital troubles, Kathy's uh, goes on to sing a song on the way to meet her parents. Yes. So she's taking Jamie to meet her parents and describing uh, the what the paths that her friends have gone down that she doesn't want to go down, mm-hmm. and describing what she wants. And this is almost this is her "I want" song. Yeah. And pretty much the. Mm. Only, only I want song yeah. on this show because the previous one, which might have been moving too fast, is like an I have yeah. song. Uh, oh, that's such a deep insight into their characters too. Is that she has an I want, but he's just got an I have. Yeah, he's just got he's, everything. He is like that yeah. the whole show. Wow. Yeah. Which which is an <gasps> Look, interesting. Guys, <laughs> yes. And if Jamie is Jason Robert Brown, mm. it's an interesting thing yeah. that he has put that in. For that character, because mm. that makes that character as a less commentary on himself. Approachable. Too. Mm. Yeah. yeah, particularly because like lead characters, generally you want to be likable yeah. or yeah. to be understandable, and and that. And especially yet, Jamie if that's you. is though. Like that's the other thing about Jamie is that when you really lay it out flat, he doesn't sound like a great character, and yet he's still my favorite character in the show. I still fall for him, and then I fall for her. Well, really we'll talk about we'll that, talk about that, that later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I think there is a good conversation to be had about the sides that this yeah. mm. this musical has. But we we are getting close to the end uh, and that is the very next song where Jamie wakes up beside another woman. Elise. That may or may not be Elise. May or may not be Elise. He never names her technically. So. He, he doesn't. It's Elise. But <laughs> he does, he tries to defend his actions and blames Kathy for destroying his his. His and their relationship. Yeah, it's all her fault that he cheated on her with another woman. Whoops, yeah. I just fell into bed with her. Whoops. My bad. Or uh, your bad. And even though I'm saying that, can we have sex again now, yeah. please, Shall before we, we Quick, leave? Quick, she's coming. Yeah. So better uh, do this fast. And so he says to this woman that uh, he's not going to lie to her the way that he's lied to Kathy. I'm like, ugh. That's a really nice thing to say. Red flag. Red flag. Red flag. It is a red flag in the show. In real life, though, that's a pretty enlightened thing for JRB to put in the show about his own life. Mm. Uh, Not that it's about JRB's life. Not that it's about JRB's life or anyone that he may or may not have had a relationship with. Chicks Goddess is not about (laughs) Jason Robert Brown. Actually, that is an interesting thing, though. There is a lyric at the end of that song that is in the original song that he cut out. In Chicks Are Goddess. Yeah. yeah. No, it's – oh. oh, no, it is. It comes back in Chicks Are Goddess, but it's the title of the song that he originally cut, which is I Could Be In Love. Yes, with someone like you. Yeah. And it is in Chicks Are Goddess. Mm. Um, and it, he does 
He repeats it to the to next the, girl. To the new girl. But oh. we don't know how much of it is factual and how no, much that's is inspired. Very true. Yeah. But he, even even in the story, it seems that like he if he said this to Kathy and he's saying this to this new yeah. girl, mm. it seems to be a pattern yeah, like of behaviour. That is and very true though. We don't know how much of it really is real yeah. and yeah. how much and is romanticised. But we've, we've also listened to him be like, I now have to ignore every woman who wants to be with me. So yeah. we probably mm. had the red flag on its way up quite early. <laughs> Moral integrity, not amazing. And now we come to the truly heartbreaking part of the show. Don't talk to me, I'm still recovering. Where (laughs) Kathy is so happy after her first date with Jamie and she sings goodbye until tomorrow. And she says, He sings goodbye. Yep. And she's been waiting for Jamie her whole life. And simultaneously, Jamie sits in their shared apartment writing laments over the relationship and as Kathy waves Jamie goodbye until tomorrow, Jamie wishes Kathy simply goodbye. Forever. Forever. (laughs) (laughs) So that is the plot of last five years and it is one of the most unique Mm. approaches to such a simple story. Yeah, it's a breakup, like... Absolutely, yeah. It's a celebration of a a relationship, not a perfect relationship Mm. in any means. It's a really great way of showing how these two different people are in entirely different places. Yeah, Mm. for their entire relationship. For their entire relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And so I want to ask, like, are you team Jamie or team Kathy? It's a really hard question. It is It is quite hard. I think the way that Jamie is played majority of the time, I don't know whether this is a writing thing or mm. a actor thing or a direction thing, but most of the time I would say audiences come out being team Jamie mm. because I think Kathy is quite often uh, played or directed or written, I don't know what it is, to be quite neurotic and mm. over the top and, and needy. intense and needy and yeah. all of those qualities of a woman that you, you hate as a woman. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Not at all do you justify what Jamie does Mm. either. You don't go, well, of course she deserves to be cheated on. Mm. But I think quite often you can, you, well, at least when and the times I have seen it, I understand Jamie as a character more than I understand Kathy. And I think that has something to do with who's writing it, JLB. Like he can put these, uh, he does put in these observations about the behaviour that, Jamie's having but but also the thinking behind Jamie's behavior where you don't really get a lot of that from Kathy you only get it from Kathy when she's talking about Jamie's success Mm. not about what Jamie does for her as a person yeah yeah Jamie's portrayed as a much more positive character Kathy is portrayed as yeah, but it's still not good or it's, you know, it's an issue with Jamie or it's something. Jack, Kathy is more of a negative character. So yeah. for that reason you tend to fall for Jamie. He's the more charismatic character. But then I, he goes and cheats on you like that's yeah. no, mate, that's I say not okay. That I come out team Kathy mm. and I think people lean towards Jamie because by the time Kathy's having her, oh, my God, this is a great man I've been waiting for so long, yeah. I'm so happy. You've already seen That's that it's a very broken. good point. Yeah. Yeah. And she has those moments after that. And so yeah. I think we as an audience go, that's really sad. Not I'm very happy 
that you found this person. Yeah, that's a you do at very the good point. By the time the audience has formed an attachment to a character, Jamie has been the only positive character so far. You've just yeah. seen a grieving woman, and you're kind of like, I'm really sorry for you, but but can you stop complaining? He's cute for a and he's bit? singing and he's happy. Like I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna. That's a really but good I point. I think there is a part of Kathy even towards the beginning that oh, I just I get why she's working so hard mm. to want to make this work and to make him happy and even I'm a part of that is still the justification and this may be a person it's a personal it's absolutely a personal experience thing but I'm just like when I guess the question is when do you stick it out yeah and when Mm. do you accept that it's 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 over over. (laughs) and how are you willing to to move forward or end it Mm. and I guess to Jamie's the one that goes not in the best way. I'm not. I'm definitely not condoning anything. I, th- that he I has think done. we can all but agree that cheating is not justified. No, Jamie made some mistakes. Um, but he is the one that goes. You know. You know what? He makes a decision. We yeah. can't. We yeah. can't keep living in this circle and this toxicity mm. and all of this kind of stuff. So. It is interesting because I do think when you get a positive to negative, you're going, oh, yeah. it, mm. it's endearing at the beginning and then you're like, Ugh. whereas if you get a negative side of a character straight mm. up for yeah. 40 minutes before you see. That's when you get to know the character, mm. she yeah. is mostly negative because yeah. that's the part that's of the relationship the that she's going through. Yeah. But also look at the the example of the fact that she is living with his success. I would be really interested to see how it worked out if it was the other way around because they're both working in careers where success is very important. If she was the successful one and he was struggling, would we like Kathy more? It would be very interesting interesting. if you gender swapped it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been wanting to do a gender swap production for such a long time. Well, this was actually something that was brought up in our patron episode of top five shows that are would be best mm. gender swapped. We didn't bring it up, but in the comments, uh, a lot of people said, why didn't you mention last five yeah. years? I think it would be very yeah. interesting to see a female Jamie yeah. succeeding so well yeah. and this bitter man yeah. dealing with that. Let's call him Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> see, I just I, can't picture him not being a toilet cleaner when you say Kenny. <laughs> like, that doesn't work. Um, but, like... If I didn't believe in you as one of my go-to oh, songs yeah. to sing, Me I too. know it's a male song, but I love its I love its emotion in it, and it would be so it's so powerful, pa- yeah, yeah. And I think it would be interesting to see Jamie. Well, honestly, by a I think woman. it's one of the truest love songs in musical theater. Yeah, is if I didn't believe in you as like I'm investing so much in you because I think you mm. have so much to offer. Yeah, uh, but I need you to join me in that. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, and from for, in Kathy's defense, that is hard. Like. We've all lived that, whether it's a romantic relationship or even like a, a friendship or anything. It's hard sometimes watching somebody succeed and you're like, I am happy for you, but it's really, oh, really me. like, yeah, it can beat but you I down. And it was me. if she's yeah. consistently living like that in a relationship mm. and consistently being like rejection after rejection after rejection while watching him just walk and breeze through it, that's really like no it wonder really Kathy struggles. Hard. That's really difficult. But there's also sometimes the when you're prof- as as performers and entertainers we know that sometimes it's hard to to 
to compartmentalize mm. your professional and your personal Absolutely, and with, yeah. she's not getting rejection in her personal life she's getting so much <laughs> yeah. acceptance of of love and adoration and all of this kind of stuff but she's not able to but see that because she's so focused she's yeah. so focused on could also be interpreted someone. as pressure Mm. Yeah, it's true. true. But should we maybe talk about? We should song? probably talk about the songs because we can keep talking about yes, this later. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's do it. So musically, the last five years is really interesting. We've talked a lot about the songs already because it is the entire plot of the yes. show <laughs> but what jason robert brown has done is he's taken a lot of different genres of music and put them into one which doesn't often happen to this extent so i kind of feel that he uh he had a number of these songs written already. and then mm. the idea for the show came yeah. in and he and tried by to the idea of the show you mean his relationship <laughs> ended well the idea of putting that story, <laughs> story into a show <laughs> yeah he so. had all these songs written he's like where do they go mm. oh it's my oh. life <laughs> oh. i mean the schmuel song <laughs> my breakup i think might have existed outside of yes, last five yeah, years yeah absolutely and being in. yeah so we have a lot of different musical genres and musical influences in the show we have pop we have jazz we have classical we have latin we have rock we have folk and we have glitzma which sorry what is a jewish style the ashkenazi can you say it again just the way you said it just then i really enjoyed that i Um, recorded as a text message tone (laughs) (laughs) it is also intriguing because this band is so much bigger than the cast you have um uh, piano, guitar, a fretless bass, two cellos, um, a tubular bell. I learned that, that about that today. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. Um, but the person playing tubular bell is also playing the celesta, um, a violin and a cymbal um, or cymbals. Where does the cymbal get used? No, listen to that soundtrack again. I have listened to that soundtrack <laughs> so much, and I can't tell you where the symbol gets used. Maybe, maybe moving too fast. Maybe moving too fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, look, let's let's go into some more detail about the song, shall we? Uh, we start off with Kathy singing "Still Hurting," which we've said before is very much a, a the breakup song, the end of the relationship song. It's um. It's sad. <laughs> it's it a really sad way to start a show. Um, you can find it in any audition that you'll ever go to. It's there true. will be someone turning up and singing Usually still I would say this would be the point where I would say don't bring this into an audition room. Mm. But I think this is a really great audition piece if oh, you so can do I. Yeah. Pull nail it, off. it. Also, if yeah. you know that yeah. your accompanist can also nail it. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't be mean to your accompanist. Yeah. Guys. Jason Robert Brown is hard. Still Hurting is mm. a great mm. acting song, yes. a good song as well as being a great voice song as mm. well. I think a lot of a lot of these songs marry story with musical ability very well. You don't often get that. I know it's funny to say, but you don't often get that in musicals. (laughs) Like you don't, usually it's music before story is how things tend to be written, whereas these seem to go hand in hand. Music that you inherently tap numbers aren't about telling a story. No. No. Um, Sheiks of Goddess is our first upbeat, straight into party mode kind of deal and you straight up you have the, the feel of both characters mm. in two songs. Yeah. You know where you're at. You know who you're dealing with. Um, it's 
Jamie's first few songs are super sexy. I can't mm. describe them any other way, but you are just in love. You're in love with him. You are so in love with him from the minute he's still, still in love with him. He plays himself off like a goofball, yes. I feel. But I think it isn't too far away from taking a step back and going, you're a bit of a player. Oh, aren't absolutely. You? <laughs> but there is always that, for like, it. Yeah. that a, a good guy that has a oh. bad guy element is like. <laughs> Fifty, like it's just you hit the money. Like and you heard it here first, guys. It's not the first time I've said it. It <laughs> won't be the last time. <laughs> um, it's also the fact that he's singing, like <laughs> he's singing at you. Like who doesn't want a man that's going to sing? If I didn't believe in you, to you, yeah. like it's just he can it's do like, no I wrong. Could as be far a as a shiksa goddess, I I will be a <laughs> shiksa goddess. I'm as far removed from Jewish as you can think, <laughs> but I will be it. <laughs> Um, and then we jump back to Kathy. So we alternate a lot um, up until we alternate all the way through. Um, next ten minutes again is the only one that we we don't. But um, see, I'm smiling. Also a good audition also song. Also great. Have used it personally, song. especially because of the rant at the end of it. Yeah, and it's this it's this musical journey of a, a woman suppressing how she's feeling, of singing through gritted teeth, yeah. smiling through gritted teeth and trying so hard to not say what she means. <laughs> I, I think it's and then trying so hard to not make a fight. Yeah. Like she's she's not happy, he's not happy, and she just doesn't want this doesn't to be want. bad. Mm-hmm. Trying so hard to make it a positive birthday. experience. Mm. She just wants to have a good day. And she's stuck in Ohio. She's stuck in Ohio and she's just this is the first time they've seen each other in what you assume to be a bit of a, a mm, while. Yeah. Oh, well. Meanwhile, he has been cheating on her in the background of this, so that's another story. <laughs> you also, don't know that yet. I just realised a second ago in my head because my brain is two seconds with my mind behind my mouth today. I just realised I am a shiksa goddess. Yeah, because, because that means I'm not Jewish. Jewish. Correct. I am a shiksa goddess. <laughs> All of you young Jewish gentlemen out there, I am your shiksa goddess. I'm just caught up with myself. <laughs> wow, guys! If only we had visuals to go along with that uh, light bulb moment, but we don't. <laughs> So um, oh, anyway, continue. Sorry, Christian. We jump into moving too fast, which um, the <laughs> like I don't know how to describe the like the 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 drive of this song, the rhythm of this song. Everything kind of takes you on that kind of uh, Formula One racetrack kind of feel. Like yeah. it is fast. You're on the like. He's very hyperactive in this number. It's like he's on red cordial and being like, I really, really love you and I'm really, really excited. It's like that kind of vibe, yeah. Um, And you just want to like, you're ready to run the marathon with him. He's like a puppy. Um, He's like a puppy in that song (laughs) and that's why you're like, yes. Yeah. Yes. You are my puppy now. Yes. (laughs) I will take you home and you can wee on my couch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And moving too fast, like we said before, is his kind of I have. It's not yeah. as I want, mm. it's I, I have, I have this, and, I have and this. And it is mostly this, an this. exposition song yeah. going mm. like, okay, I've met this girl, my job's great, this is the situation, Yeah, moving on. Mm. Yeah. In a super upbeat, happy, driven way. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of get a feel for the this thing of, of everything. It is moving too fast. He's got all of these things, the, all of these things happened within moments of each other. Yeah. And you're so happy and for him. <laughs> you're like, oh, yay. Good <laughs> well on you. Done. Yeah. Um, so then to, 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 to move it forward from that, Kathy sings, I'm a part of that, which I don't think, I think this is kind of slightly more positive than the songs we've heard 
previously yeah. because she is talking about the things that make Jamie Jamie and she's obviously watched him do his thing for so long mm. that she's like he walks around the house in circles eating Doritos and which we although all do. he's <laughs> he's in his own head I can still be mm. a part of that I am still a part of his life yeah. but even though he's kind of in his own world and I don't completely understand it all the time what he does I'm proud of him and, and she I feels lucky like, to be yeah. part of that too yeah um and we jump into the shmool song <laughs> which is quite like it's unlike any other song in this piece mm. because it is um it's got a completely different well, tone to it's, it and it's out of the story it's out mm. of the story it's an allegory about is Jamie trying to tell give a lesson yeah to and Kathy. entertain her and make her laugh and there's so much going on within it but never actually mentioning the two of them directly until the end yeah. and i think that's what makes it really special is mm. that it's this it's this commentary but you don't really understand the commentary <laughs> until this, you get to the end not a great audition song not no. a great no. audition i've had Could a number work, of guys though. bring it in um, and they always try to hit the comedy really hard. And I'm like, that's not what that song's about. No. no. Uh, I think it could work in the right context. Absolutely. I think if you it make could. it work, you're a very good actor. I think if you're, um, I think to make it work, you need to sing the whole thing, though. Mm. It's not in a little 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah. You can't Show us really com- compartmentalize no. any part of this song or, is it, no. or it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I think the end would be the easiest part. Yeah. Like taking it out of. The shmuel context and just doing the actual Jamie context mm. would work, but yeah. But also the great thing about that song is that it's part of the gift. Like the whole thing is a gift. It's him giving yeah. her a gift, and it's almost like he's written this because he's a writer. He's written a story. So for we assume her. that he's written a story that's for her, and you're like, oh. And so see, this is all the things here that we come back again. People this come is out what of Team Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> Jamie wrote a story this is about what, her. What Heidi wants for Christmas, <laughs> guys. You have <laughs> like six weeks. Can you do it? Challenge accepted, <laughs> all you gentlemen out there. Then we jump um, into Kathy kind of telling her own story about how yeah. um, a summer in Ohio looks, feels, is. Um, and well, she's see, tr- This is almost another I have song, yeah. but it's not as like I have good and I I'm have. very happy. This is, uh, this is what I have. Yeah, I'm trying to find the positive in it, but there's it a really snake in my room. Sucks. It <laughs> sucks. It sucks. And the only thing that would make this better is by you being here with me, yeah. um, which is Poor quite Kathy. sweet. I think we're, we're kind of getting out of, of Kathy's uh, humdrumness yeah. um, mm-hmm. slowly and it's not as quick, it's not a quick change like Jamie's is. It's a gradual transition back into love and yeah. bliss and happiness. Um, and then we get to the next 10 minutes, like we said before, um, it's, it's, a cro- it's a big old crossover piece mm. of one half of a conversation happening at the beginning and one half of the conversation happening at the end and in the middle of it they uh they get engaged they get married they decide they want to spend the rest of their lives together they have a cute little waltz they have a cute little waltz um 
it's kind of this weird thing of they're both sort of uh, apologising for who they are but also Mm. quite self-aware of what they Mm. bring to the table and they're like, if that is who you want to be with with all our flaws and strengths and weaknesses and lovely things, then yes, let's spend the rest of our lives together. (laughs) Um, And it's really quite beautiful and I think because they've been separated for the whole show, this moment is so strong. Because you get to see Jamie being happy to yeah. be with the woman that he's been loving up until this mm, point. Yeah. And you see Kathy finally have some happiness yeah. on her journey back in time. Yeah. I think it's also interesting in the staging too because I've seen it a couple of different ways where they're not on stage with, the, with each other for the separate halves of the show. No. Mm. But I've also seen productions where they're on stage but they're frozen. The yeah. other person is frozen in a snapshot. Yeah. So the fact that this might be the first time you've seen them at actually into, together yeah. you're like <gasps> yeah Yay. and I think it is quite interesting because Kathy you still get those little insights into Kathy of being like look I'm not this and I'm not this and I'm not this and I'm not this and you start to realize that her heart her whole her whole psychology is is based around the negative yeah mm. that's just a thing that is inherent in her no matter what the situation is, whether it's the happiest day of her life or the worst day of her life, she's going to go to the what I'm not as opposed to the what I am first, which I think is really sad. Mm. Um, is that why their relationship didn't work? Who knows? You'll have to ask them. <laughs> These are the questions. I think, I, th- I think their relationship didn't work is because Jamie wants someone that he can always make happy yeah. and Kathy isn't someone who's always going to be happy. That's what I mean. He's a glass yeah. half full and she's a glass half empty. Is that why the relationship didn't work? That could be exhausting, trying Some to make someone happy for the, their whole life. I and don't know. It, it's exhausting trying to ask someone for something mm. that they're potentially not aware that they need to give mm. either. So from his and her perspective, it's, yeah. I think it's quite interesting. We've just solved Jason Robert Brown's <laughs> marriage. You're welcome, Jason Robert Brown. Uh, you're welcome. Heard it here first, Brisbane, Australia. Um, America would happen. Still upbeat, still on the go, still like Jamie kind of has this tone to him the whole way through until we get. If you have the urge to do a Schmuel song as an audition song, do this instead. Yeah, (laughs) see this. This is the better audition song. Um, Um, To be fair, I find this to be the most offensive song. Oh, it's super offensive. Yeah, Yeah. this is Jamie. Is worst in this song. This is number where you're like, oh. Like even in the song that we'll get to in a little bit, you're still kind of like, this is real bad, but yeah. I'm still kind of falling for it. This one you're like, no, you're just being a bit you of a... You were relishing gloating now. Yeah, being, exactly. Yeah. You oh, know well, how like you're famous are. and girls look at you. Yeah, really good work. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> um, and then we get to the song that I probably relate to the most <laughs> out of this whole show. Um, having not had a failed relationship <laughs> in this sense, I have gone to a ridiculous number of auditions. So <laughs> um, climbing uphill, I think it's this, it's, it's not just your typical walk in, sing for a panel, walk out. You get to hear all of the things that we think about yeah. when we are singing these these wonderful and we songs. we have all thought those things. Yeah, in like, front of wonderful people you. being like, oh, no, they've put their pen to paper. They're not looking at me directly. Now they're looking at the door. Are they why thinking did about I coffee? wear these shoes? Why did I? <laughs> why am I even here? I'm here. Let's just do it. Um, Could have slept like, in this morning. Okay, no, obviously you're not interested in me, but I have to finish yeah. my song anyway. So let's get this Gosh, over and done with. even before sometimes 
times you even walk into the room, you already know that they're the really glad I paid the Uber fare to get here (laughs) (laughs) or the flight to Sydney. Um, (laughs) So there are uh, it's interesting. It is interesting because her whole audition too isn't just thinking of how how badly she knows she's not getting this role, but also how much she would rather be somewhere else. Yeah. Mm. Um, whether that's uh, buying a couch with her mum for the house that they've just moved into or uh, you also start seeing that maybe their relationship is maybe slightly rocky <laughs> too of like not wanting to spend time with each well, other. this is your first example at this point <laughs> in the show. Yeah, but this is the beginning of the relationship <laughs> yeah. for her. No, I get it. Um, <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> and then we wait. Get, this relationship's not going well. <laughs> but you're Something's like, wrong oh here. yeah, no. Maybe you should. Maybe you shouldn't get married. Yeah, but you but don't like, know that yet. But that's yeah. okay. Well, we'll see. I think you only think that because of where you know it's exactly. Yeah, I think exactly. if this was, if you if you switch it around and Kathy was first and Jamie yeah. was second, mm. this would be be a song about how much she's thinking about. Jamie. Yeah. It's like, I'm doing this, but what is he doing? What's he mm. doing? Yeah. And do we want to be doing it together? Mm. Um, then we jump into Jamie's If I Didn't Believe in You, which we've talked about so much yeah. already. Um, great song. Just a great song. And oh. I just want to say how fine a line this song treads between being totally loving and a l- and totally condescending. Oh, absolutely. And that is what you would really have to watch in a, in putting on a show yeah. of of this is how you this song I I feel makes the show. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's kind of your as it gets into the the, the bridgey part um it becomes the verbal vomit of an argument mm. yes. where you just yeah. start shooting your mouth off with things you don't mean and then you realise what you've said and trying to, to fix that in the moment as well. Yes. Especially yeah. when you don't see the other person's reaction <laughs> to that argument either. But you you yourself are like, oh, my god. You can gosh. only see the one person digging mm. Deeper and yeah. deeper. Beating you, handing us the door, being like, mm. come on. Those like- insults then sitting yeah. with the audience and yeah. they feel the sting mm. of it and I, I find that so intriguing. Um, but I think the reason that song does work though is that he genuinely means it from a loving place. Yeah, Like absolutely. he does not actually mean it. Oh. And we are, we've all been in arguments like mm. that too where we are like sh- we're shooting our mouth out off in the moment and then we you go, oh. Yeah. This is just what no, he actually I actually thinks. do love yeah. you. I but do he, love yeah. you. But that came out in the way that it, it was never meant to come out. Mm. I don't. That's, oh, what have I done? It um, sounds condescending but it's really generally how he sees the situation, which is the saddest part about it is that he can't see what he's creating no. between the gap of them. Like, it, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very sad yeah. and so str- such a strong song. Mm. Um, <laughs> then also a good audition after. song. Just by the way, yeah. I'd sing this yeah. one out of any of them. Well, well I think gentlemen, uh, miracle Depending. would happen, and uh, if I didn't believe in you, a very different songs mm. for very different. Yes. auditions. very good point. Yeah, if you're going to a comedy audition, probably don't sing. If I <laughs> didn't <laughs> believe in you, but yes, I mean if you're a very good actor. <laughs> I mean, this there. is a show full of. Good audition yeah. songs yeah. because they're all heartfelt, standalone as well, and they're all standalone. Mm. Yeah. And you're not trying to cut out duets into <laughs> solos. Great. Um, <laughs> then point. I also what I love about this song list 
is if I didn't believe in you is followed by I can do better than that. If you just look at the song titles of like, if I didn't <laughs> believe in you and her going, I can do better than that. <laughs> I like It's so interesting. But um, yeah, it's Kathy's I Want song. She talks about the people she went to college with who went, and went to high school with, knows what she wants out of her life, knows that she doesn't want to live in this small town. And she gets to be funny and sassy. And she gets to be time, funny really. and sassy. And you can see why he fell in love with her because mm. in this moment she's ambitious and she's driven and she's upbeat and she's great. Um, yeah. Then we get Super. to the... Uh, and then we get to the Nobody Needs I to love know this song. Part. It's actually one of my favourite songs in the show. It's terrible. Can't skip it. It's you terrible. Can't you can't skip, skip it. it. It's, it's terrifyingly beautiful because mm. you don't want to condone the behaviour. I think you don't want to admit what the song's about until mm. he explicitly <laughs> says it. Says it. Mm. Like yeah. you're like, oh, no, no. no. Okay. <laughs> you still buy it. What are you saying is still like there's a bit of it where it's like, oh, that kind of makes sense. But what yeah. are you doing? But, yeah. oh. I oh, shouldn't so want good. to understand you in this moment. Yeah, right. But I do mm. kind of and again it would be so interesting to see how how that is perceived if the roles were reversed mm-hmm. um and then we have another duet so two duets in a, a 14 song show and uh come both come quite close to the end um so goodbye until tomorrow and i could never rescue you i could never rescue you in this in as a saying oh. is heartbreaking mm. but it's made even more heartbreaking when you see this uh hope Mm. next to yeah. it <laughs> mm. and he couldn't rescue her he felt that she needed rescuing the fact that he felt that she yeah. needed rescuing is a red flag there in itself yeah. yeah and i think that that is the final nail on the coffin which mm. puts me on kathy's side is that jamie never wanted kathy for kathy no he wanted kathy for what he Thought Kathy was, mm. and the 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 victim. Yes, she becomes he wanted to be the hero. Her. He wanted to be the yeah. hero. Yeah. yeah, I've just become Team Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> I have that effect on people. I'm sorry, <laughs> so does Jamie. Apparently, <laughs> I think the other interesting thing about when we call them duets is that realistically, they're not in the whole show. There's about a minute. In total of the even duet, the duets are still two different people singing two at two different, different times. I love that. I love that it's so simple that one minute of harmony. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh. <laughs> yeah, it is great. Um, But I think too, a lot of these songs, uh, it really depends on who's playing the character. Mm. Yeah. And so yeah, maybe we should. I've seen Jamie's I hated. Yeah. I've seen Jamie's I loved. Exactly. Jamie on the soundtrack I love. I mean, he is- <laughs> Jamie on the soundtrack is it's fantastic. fantastic. Mm. Um. So maybe we'll take a little break and then we'll talk about who we've heard play these characters. Guys, what's so great about a two-character musical (laughs) is that we can talk about every actor who's ever played this professionally. Actually, every, like every, actually every. I've got look at this actor. list, Heidi. Can you see? Do you it? have it's like good, the more like, obscure, random professional productions? Definitely like not in Uruguay. Absolutely <laughs> not. We already know those who have been listening for a while. Know I'm terrible with names, so I'm definitely right. going to I'm just saying, keep. You haven't read um, on your research. <laughs> <but> it's fine. <laughs> um, 
Look, it's the Wikipedia page is open if I need to <laughs> jump onto it. Um, so for our Chicago tryout in 2001, which seems like such a long time ago, um, Jamie Wellerstein was played by the wonderful Norbert Leo Butt slash Butts. I don't know that one. We've um, only ever said it as Butts. And I always butts. had it as Butts in my head. Yeah. But I'm like, he must have gotten bullied in primary school for that name. <laughs> so maybe he changed it to Boots. He maybe, maybe. Um, good old Norbert uh, did both Chicago and the first off-Broadway cast in 2002. He's the only one who transferred. Um, if you don't know who he is, which you really should, I'm, I'll give you a quick rundown. Um, so Norbert replaced Adam Pascal as Roger in Rent, the original cast of Rent. Um, he got a Tony nomination for Thou Shalt Not. He was the original Fierro in Wicked. He He's won the t- only Fierro in my heart. <laughs> he, Sorry, Will Toft. <laughs> <laughs> he, That's um, awkward. He won a Tony for Dirty Rotten Scoundrels and Catch Me If You Can. He was in, obviously, last five years and Songs for a New World and saved all off-Broadway and most recently did Big Fish and The Revival of My Fair Lady. So he's he's done also a lot of film and TV, but they're his major Broadway credits. Okay, can um, I say something about Norbert really quickly? Yeah. I was so obsessed with him as a teenager because <laughs> it was just when I got into musical theatre. 2006, I discovered Wicked. 2007, I discovered The Last Five Years. And I was yeah. so obsessed with Norbert because he was Fiera and Jamie. I named my first car Norbert. <laughs> Norbert, if you're out there Corolla. listening, there you go. 1986 Corolla had an air horn. Was called Norbert. Put that on your Wikipedia. Yeah. Page. <laughs> so the crush. two Kathys opposite Norbert um, in Chicago was Lauren Kennedy, and off Broadway 2002 was Cherie Renee Scott. Lauren Kennedy has had a really interesting career, actually, um, in comparison to other musical theatre performers. She was the standby for Daisy in the original Broadway cast of Sideshow, which Mm. is beautiful. Mm. Um, She was the first replacement for the Lady of the Lake in Spamalot. She chose not to do Last Five Years off-Broadway because she actually got to go to West End and do South Pacific. So that's I would have gone to last five years off Broadway personally, but mm. you know, but if you get to mm. perform in another West country, mm. like yeah. point, yeah. that's a tough career it's, call. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, yeah. Off Broadway or West End? Yeah, yeah, but which one? also like a show that was yet to be yeah. known whether it was going to become True. a thing or not. Like that's a risk. What if that had gone massive and been like the two-person Broadway show of the century? Yeah, it's mm. true. Risk. It's a tough. It's a tough yeah. call. She then went on to do Vanities off Broadway as well. And is currently the artistic director of uh, Theatre Rayleigh in North Carolina. So she's kind of gone down a different path but is producing some really cool stuff down there or up there. I don't really know where North Carolina well, is it in is the grand scheme North of things. North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, but where does Carolina sit? Yeah. I believe it's If Carolina is south but North Carolina is northern Cal- Carolina – is it southern? Where oh, is, is it northern? what is where Carolina? is Ray? Everything southern compared Someone to Finland. Someone get Ray on the phone. <laughs> so have a chat. replacing Lauren off Broadway is Cherie Renee Scott. Again, another person you should already know, but in case you don't, um, Cherie was the replacement Marty in Greece. She was the replacement Maureen in Rent. She 
uh, won a Tony Award for Dirty Rotten Scoundrels as well. She was in Aida. She was the original Broadway cast of The Little Mermaid. She played Ursula, which she got Tony nominated mm. for. She workshopped the role of Diana in Next to Normal. And then oh. she co-wrote and got nominated for a few Tonys and Drama Desk Awards um, for Everyday Rapture. And then produced the last five years movie. Mm. She's so, also the travel agent in P.S. I Love You. Yeah, she has also done a All fair right. bit of she, film. It's so random because that was one of my favourite movies and when I found out it was her I was like, ah, it was such it's a small big. role. But she was the travel agent that's yeah. like, oh, here's a tissue, your husband's that dead. Sri Renee Scott, everybody. <laughs> Once one of the Cathy's appeared in the movie as like a, a oh yeah a, a, her character. I think it may be Betsy Wolf, but we'll go with we'll go find it. Let's talk about Betsy Wolf. So, Let's have an episode about Betsy Wolf. <laughs> so then, when it came back to off Broadway, eleven years later, two thousand and thirteen, we had Adam Cantor and Betsy Wolf in the roles. Adam was in the closing cast of Rent. He played Mark. Mm-hmm. He was I feel like every Broadway actor has been in Rent <laughs> at some point. Probably like, it's a staple. All, um, all of them of an age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was the understudy and replacement for Henry um for Next to Normal on Broadway. He was in the revival of Fiddler on the Roof and he um went to join he went and joined the Broadway cast of the band's visit when it got transferred over to Broadway. So he's done he's done work quite well. His um <laughs> his, his Kathy was Betsy Wolf, who's um, Bullets Over Broadway, 35mm. She was also in everyday. I would have been very excited to see Betsy Wolf as Kathy. Oh mm-hmm. mate, she would have been I'd great. Be excited to see anything. She yeah. was in uh Everyday Rapture, which Cherie Renee Scott wrote Falsetto. She was in Up Here, which was written by Robert Lopez and Kristen Anderson, Robert Lopez, who wrote Frozen. She workshopped Elsa. Elsa. She workshopped the role of Elsa in Frozen. She was in Waitress and most recently played uh, Rosemary in How to Succeed in Business in Washington opposite some great people, Michael Urie, John Bolton, John Michael Higgins and Skylar Astin. So uh, it's constantly working. Skylar Astin would be a good Jamie. He would be. Would be. Sorry, we talked about we'll that. Get later, that. We'll, get, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Plot twist. Um, my favorite cast is the film adaption cast. Mm. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> Definitely, I Anna do Kendrick. know why. Um, so Jeremy Jordan played Jamie, and um, Anna Kendrick played Kathy. If you, mm. Guys, if you don't know who Jeremy Jordan is, you need to go Google right now. Um, and then save him as your wallpaper. He, <laughs> do it. He um, he was in the Broadway cast of Rock of Ages. Was he? Yeah. Who did he play? I don't know. I think he was in the ensemble. I, don't, I think it was him starting out. He's too pretty and first. sings too good to be in the ensemble. Um, he was the alternate for Tony in the West Side Story revival. He um, originated the role of Clyde in Bonnie and Clyde, mm. both in the tryout. He was then in the tryout and in the original Broadway cast. He was in the original Broadway cast of Newsies. He played Jack Kelly, which he got a Tony nomination for. He's done Smash. He's in Supergirl. He does the Flash crossovers and uh, currently he is voicing one of the characters in Tangled, the, the TV series. There's a Tangled um, TV series? It's coming. It's so exciting. Wait, is it like about Tangled, Tangled? Yes. <gasps> it's anima- an animated Tangled <gasps> furthering the story Heidi's of such a wonderful v- Disney film. Heidi's filled with so much two, joy. Two oh things that Heidi loves have now joined forces. Tangled <laughs> and Jeremy Jordan. Is he playing Rapunzel? Um, I'd yes. watch that. He's playing I Rapunzel. would watch that. Um, He's playing the silent chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> Still would watch it. Um, that is the prettiest chameleon you have ever seen. It's true. It's true. Um, Anna Kendrick is Anna Kendrick, guys. Oh. She was at some point the youngest 
person to ever be nominated for a Tony Award for High Society. High Society. I did not know yeah. that. How old was she? She was the 12. Yeah, it was, so it was 1998, High Society. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, she also did a little night music both when she was, um, they were both when she was a child, went on to the movie Camp, Twilight, Up in the Air, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, What to Expect When You're Expecting, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, Trolls, A Simple Favor, The Accountant, and Pitch Perfect 1, 2, and 3. You, There's so many more things that she has been in. Um, I didn't know she had but, so much work before she kind of became like movie superstar. Yeah, I did not she, know she any of that stuff hard. about her as Broadway. She was she legit. Really she paid hard. her dues. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've always loved her, but I just knew her as a, as a movie a star. It's a lot of things you can learn by reading her biography. It's quite um, good. It's quite I, do you good. know what? I've got it. I was given it as a Christmas gift a couple of years ago. Sorry. It's really good. I think you gave it to me actually. Probably because I love it. I think it's. <laughs> you it. did give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> this Shit. is awkward. Um, Oh, look, I give everyone books, whether they read it or not, it's a different story. Okay, it's next on my list. Um, the West End cast, we haven't had a professional production of of, of Last Five Years in London until 2016. Oh, what? Um, and we had Jonathan Bailey as Jamie and Samantha Barks as Kathy. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan's had a really uh, interesting career. He's gone more into straight acting, um, but he was uh, – he was in Les Mis as Gavroche on West End. <laughs> so it's been a long time. He's had a long career. Was that, was that the last um, thing he did? No, no, no. That's kind of <laughs> where he that's started. That's what you were trying to say. Like he played Gavroche, um, then he played Jamie, nothing in between. <laughs> he was also an American psycho. He's done a lot of Shakespeare and stuff. Um, and most recently he, or currently, he is playing Edgar in King Lear with Sir mm. Ian McKellen. Um, and his... Kathy, I was like, what is her name? Samantha Bucks, you would know her from uh, the last fi- uh, last five years. Les Mis <laughs> film, she played Eponine, but she also played the role on West End and in the 25th anniversary Did she concert. win a competition to get that role? She, was that no, true or is that a different was, was that Dorothy? On a TV, she was on a TV show to get a role in something else. Um, oh. She came third in that competition and then got cast. In was she in the Dorothy Mis. competition? Is that how they found her? No. Because they that's a thing that they do over there, isn't There's it? A, they yeah, have like they have big competitions of, for the roles like yeah. Oliver and Dorothy um, and stuff. It was sure. I can tell you. I don't know. It was Because yeah. <laughs> they did the same thing with Elle Woods in America too. I'd do anything which was the Nancy. Was Oliver, yeah. 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 The role of Nancy and Oliver. Go. So she um, came third, but then she ended up being Eponine. So So Yeah. I think who she really kinda, won. I think she yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. she won. Um she did the UK tour of Cabaret. She played Sally Bowl. She did the UK tour of Oliver. She played Nancy. She played Velma in the Hollywood Bowl, Chicago. She workshopped um, Bend It Like Beckham, was in the original West End cast of Amelie and is currently playing Vivian in Pretty Woman. She did the tryout. She's in the original mm. Broadway mm. cast. So that's kind of been her tra- trajectory. So you have a bunch of really strong male, female performers yeah as like a personal like name dropping um <laughs> note um i've seen jeremy jordan live and i've also seen jonathan bailey in king leah he played a beautiful edgar but jeremy jordan singing the shmuel song for me is the best thing i've ever seen well, like, maybe that is we should actually, go on to our next That's what I want for Christmas. I don't want um, anyone else to sing it to me. I want Jeremy Jordan <laughs> to sing it to me. But I want him to mean it. brilliantly. Like yeah. I haven't seen it performed in that way um, 
he he embodies every single mm. character of that story. Um, and production elements wise, last five years super easy. Bare stage, most of the time, if not like maybe a couch, maybe a chair, couple of doors, maybe a chair, mm. a couple of doors. Like it's yeah. very minimalist if there's anything. But uh, look, let's talk about Dreamcast. Zac Efron is Jamie. We know it's going to happen. He'd make Zac a Efron great Jamie. Kathy. Um, Zac Efron Zac as Efron against Schnur. Kathy. <laughs> against himself as Kathy. So Zac Efron against Zac Efron. <laughs> Zac Efron squared. Look, well, I think he would do a great job, but I, you already know that, that I'm his biggest uh, cheerleader for someone who's never actually met him in real life. Um, but if we had to pick somebody else to play these roles... I do agree though, be? and I'm not as big a fan of Zac Efron as you are. I love him, but I do it's think he'd be great. Yeah, I think he'd do be perfectly he'd be fine great. in this, yeah. this, yep. this musical. Mm. I don't have a strong Jamie pick. Mm-hmm. I think Jamie is well in the wheelhouse of most contemporary male performers. Yeah, I think Kathy can definitely, unlike Jamie, be elevated by a great performance. Yeah, and like. The person that I most want to see play that role yeah. is Betsy Wolf. Me yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah. love to see really her play strong. Kathy. Um, I'd also like to, oh my goodness, her name is gone. Original gone waitress. Oh, uh, Mueller. Jessie. Yeah, Jessie Mueller. I would yeah. really, I think what she brings to each show that she's in is so strong. I would say there's a few, there's a few emotional constants yeah. from the character and waitress yeah. and the character in the last five Absolutely. years. Absolutely, I'd like to see Cassie Levy. Yeah, the current right. Elsa. Yeah, because her the stuff that I saw of her in Ghost was pretty fabulous, and that was kind of her breakout role as mm. in Ghost as well. It was kind of like straight out of uni for her. Yeah, I'd I'd be really interested to see what she does. She'd be it really would be good. also interesting to see a comedic actress in that role too, mm. and see if they can find some lighter moments. Uh, yeah. Annalie Ashford, uh, those just kind thinking of Annalie Ashford, yeah, performers, just to see if they can bring a different light to Kathy. Mm. Um, but like a me, Laura Bell Bundy, yeah, yeah, like that's that's a, a good strong, pick. funny, endearing, naturally endearing mm. actress. Would that change it? I don't mm. know. I'd like um, see David Tennant as Jamie. <laughs> He Can really we talk for a moment about a gender flip cast? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Who would you like to see as a male Kathy? I. I've got a female Jamie. Would like to. See, I, I think I would still like to see the likes of someone like Jeremy Jordan or Aaron Tveit or Darren Chris. Like those. Darren Chris, yeah. Strong. Yes. Uh, Darren Chris is a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I throw my support behind Darren Chris. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I can put Jeremy Jordan. As Kathy, just because he's so Jamie in my head now. Like I just, I don't know whether I can, he needs to stay there untouched and safe, <laughs> protected. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to see Lindsay Mendez as Jamie. Yes. Like she's tough. She's a tough kind of like, yeah. I mean, she doesn't, yeah. she's probably not like that as a person, but she plays those tougher kind of characters quite well. Yeah. And the guts behind her voice too, like yeah, her singing not. If I Didn't Believe In You. Oh, She's great. Mm. Do you have anyone for your gender switch? Mm, I'm trying to remember. Like it should be Jake Gyllenhaal as yeah. as yeah. female as male male Kathy. Yeah. Mm. Um, also, Jake Gyllenhaal as Jamie as well. Jake I'm Gyllenhaal playing. as Jamie. I think as well, yeah, vanilla Jamie. I think he would do fine. It would be interesting to see 
I kind of like what they did with Frankenstein at the National Theatre where they swapped roles every night. Yeah. Mm. It would be interesting to be able to cast two people who would who would do both roles, so alternate. That would be a very interesting project. Yeah. What about older Jamie and Kathy? Because where does it ever say the age of these characters? Oh, it never does. And it could be interesting to see an uh, I would be really interested to see an older couple. College. But, but I, I guess feel like you can, there's a way like it's kind yeah, of glossed over like license. it could be college that happened 20 years ago like yeah, it doesn't yeah. ever specifically say cuz they're always just portrayed as a young couple because the things that they're doing obviously are, are you know they are generally things that a young couple does i'd be really interested to see if it was an older couple that had met and this had happened and it makes that um, professional rejection i think yeah. higher stakes i guess if you feel like you're do coming you have towards a, the end do you have like do they I, that's what i mean do we always have to pick actors that are oh, you no, know you in their 20s and 30s no, like, i'm trying to think of well, uh, like want. maggie smith no <laughs> <laughs> or uh, i think emma thompson emma yes thompson. emma thompson that would be so interesting to see this couple that are going through this but already have lived so much and already have so many hurts and so much behind them and then have this happen later in their life like even if we're gender if we're still gender swapping i'd really like to see audra mcdonald play oh yes please female jamie if we're going with a i'm so glad that you brought her up because i was going to leave her out because it (laughs) is is a two-person cast but no i think audra would be a a very interesting kathy yeah i think uh, that would very much influence who you would put as jamie against her uh because i think she's a very strong mm. presence um and I, I i don't have a suggestion but i would probably go with someone like michael c hall dexter for those of mm. you playing at home yeah. he's done a lot of broadway he was great as hedwig yeah. in hedwig and the angry inch um because he does i guess he's he's a little bit more subdued than some of your younger male performers but he's mm. also a yeah. brilliant actor yeah. and a powerhouse without you realizing how comfortable he is on mm. stage. Yeah, I've seen so much. Of that Neil Patrick thing. Harris is a female, a uh, male, male Kathy. <laughs> as a male Kathy, like he's a he's, he's a got the comedy more chops. of a, he's a yeah. he's comedic. He's also more of a for want of a word feminine type of actor. Mm. Like you could see him playing yeah. that kind of role. I think it would be interesting to see Neil Patrick Harris as Kathy with a male Jamie still. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's also it. Why do we? Why can't we have yeah, same sex relationship? Cast. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Also interesting. I mean, it's a two-person cast. You could probably cast a, so that you could have a cast every <laughs> new cast every day for a year. Like Aaron Tave. <laughs> oh, How did I yes, forget Aaron Already Tevay. said him, mate. He's did you? There. Yeah. Oh. Before Darren Chris. Aaron um, <laughs> I think if uh, if we're talking male male Cathy's, I think Anthony Rapp would yeah. be a terrible choice. Yeah. Um, again, more of a a passive um, personality. So, um, but also he has the comedy chops. Mm. So, there's so many. If you have your own thoughts, feelings, yeah, emotions about this, let combination. us know. Send in a um, new combination. It's yeah. like ice cream flavors with this one because it's just two people. Yeah. <laughs> like, do, do you I get the gummy bears? Yeah. Yeah. Or two <laughs> women: uh, a female two Jamie, women. female yeah, Kathy. I would absolutely. watch that. Yeah. I w- I'm really I w- keen on Audrey McDonald now. I really want to see that. Yeah. yeah. Audrey McDonald versus Emma Thompson as Jamie. Oh, wow. Yes. Or mm. even older, younger. Like there's so many different dynamics mm. that you could 
be putting into this cast because it is only two people and it does and the have way such it's universal themes. And it is a pretty universal story. Yeah. It's written yeah. in that like, like he doesn't ever really specifically mention anything. I, I don't even know. I mean, again, we don't know how much this is based off his real relationship and how old was Jason Robert when yeah. this happened. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, guys, I think we've uh, we've got all our options. So let's have a look at top five lists. If this show appeared on top five lists, what lists would those be? Uh, well, top five obvious- non-dancing shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, fair enough. My dream um, come true. It depends how how uh, how carried away your Jamie gets. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> that waltz in the middle could be yeah. pretty epic. <laughs> Top five oh, I just two. mean like what he does during moving too fast. Yeah, also true. The goddess. Just everything. But top five two-person shows. Yeah, top five. I, How I many two-person shows I are there? Can't think of another. Top five singer actor shows. I mean, that mm. is the I guess a non-dancing show, but for someone like myself personally, I that is something that I really love doing. And it's top five of those shows for your acting singing kind of combination at the same time. Particularly yeah. because it is sung through. You yeah. don't have scene work to act yeah. through. It's all yeah. acting through song. And yeah. even if it sounded beautiful, if there was nothing behind it, yeah. Yeah. it would yeah. fall short. I'm, I think this is a pretty clear top five JRB. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Shows. Absolutely. Um, I think top five, <laughs> it's going to sound strange, but top five like nondescript shows in a lot of ways, like it yeah. age wise, location to a point yeah, too. Yeah. Like you don't, there's no set setting. No, I mean set it kind of has to be it's North a, America because yeah. of the Ohio, all the Ohio Ohio references. references. Hey, maybe she took a really long flight. But a real long she's flight from Tasmania. <laughs> it's I think in our heads it's New York most yeah. of the yeah. time, but doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be. It's just she's a musical theater performer, so why wouldn't she be in New York? Um. Top five low budget. Low yeah, budget. you don't need absolutely. a huge budget to put that on. The rights probably the most expensive part of yeah. it. Top five low concept. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like this is very like nitty gritty, just relationship. Yeah. Mm. Top five <laughs> simple complexities. Like it's done <laughs> in such a simple way, mm. but it's so so complex in the story that it's. Telling us so many yeah. different layers. I don't think a show does the same. Top thing. five audition song harvests. Oh yes, almost every yes. song in this show is, in some context, appropriate for an audition. What would you say was the least done audition song from this show? The least done, probably the next ten minutes. I don't or think I've ever heard next ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but out of the solos, then let's take the duets out of least it. Least done. Uh Dana Moving Edgeworth. too fast and Shiksa Goddess are the most done. Mm. Still, Still hurting. hurting. I can do better than that probably for Kathy. Mm. Not climbing uphill. No, you don't see that in auditions much. Is it because it's about an audition? I think it's because it's about auditions. <laughs> it's weird. That would make me less nervous, I feel, A little feel, bit though. audition inception <laughs> kind of like. Yeah, I think you need to be very confident in yeah. either the panel or yeah. in your ability to pull up the mm. song. Yeah. Um, You'd want to hope it was Schmuel song that people weren't using Schmuel I think song. It, I think it is Schmuel because Summer in Ohio I've heard a couple times mm. as well. Actually, I'm a part of that. I haven't heard 
I don't think I've heard from her. I've definitely used that one. <laughs> well, next time I audition for you, Zane, I'll bring it in just for nostalgia. Next time I audition for you, I'm going to sing Shmuel's song. <laughs> All right. Do it. Challenge. I, I want to. Next 24 hour musical, I'm going to turn up and sing Shmuel. Honestly, any of these songs sung confidently and well are going to win over a panel Both because parts they're of so. The next 10 minutes? Yeah. Do it. I, I challenge you. I am not always in time. <laughs> the dinosaurs. I love how you put on a female voice. <laughs> because then I have to put on my yeah. And then also play the piano me. at the same time. <laughs> you guys didn't see that, but there was actions there. <laughs> <Yes>. so, <laughs> top five shows where you can play all the characters and be in the band. band. <laughs> oh. so, can we say top five shows where band outnumber cast? Yes. <laughs> Um, anything, anything Top else? five easy to get wrong shows. Yeah. Because people underestimate how simple the show is. They go, oh, well, this is easy, low budget, low set, everything. But the complexity of your casting and the complexity of the ability of your actors, mm. because it is primarily an acting show. They could sing the pants off if they wanted to, but if they are not an actor yeah. or they're not a really excellently competent actor. Yeah, Excellently absolutely. competent is an interesting phrase. Um, if they're not a good actor... <laughs> It doesn't work. It really doesn't work. You don't believe it. You don't follow through the story with them. So, Would we put this in our top five inspired by true stories Hmm. list? We have a couple of shows on that list already. Mm. And, again, Mm. we also don't know how much of this is Well, we know it was at least inspired by. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I think it, it's definitely worth a conversation to put it up there. Yeah. Um, I can't really remember what we've got on that list already. Well, the rest are kind of more your your factual, historical and Like newsy. Yeah. Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Avida. Avida. Yeah. yeah. I um, always go to say Aida, but it's Avida. Aida. Oh, yeah. Um, um, top five never made it to Broadway shows. It definitely yeah, is that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think, well, the other big one that we've put on that is the Lippers Wild Party. Yes. Mm. It never made it to Broadway. Uh, and also I Which don't think surprising. it would end up. Lipper. It was because it was it shared uh Laquiza's was on at Broadway the same, the same year. Mm. Uh, so. I mean I can see why last five years didn't make it to Broadway. It's not necessarily a Broadway show. It suits off Broadway better. It does. You suit think off producers Broadway. would jump on it though, because yeah. it's two people. And it's not and, and it it's has not a the first such a star vehicle show yeah. too. Exactly. And it's not the first like there are so many shows that are two handers, straight mm. theatre wise that work so well and mm. people it's very buy true. tickets to it's not. It shouldn't be about how many are in the car. That is very true. I Two think, very think, famous actors. You stick that on a smaller yeah. theater on Broadway, and people would flock to that. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, it just put Jeremy Jordan and Anna Kendrick in it on exactly, stage. Exactly. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I would say also top five. I we've I think we've touched on this, but top five versatile casting options. Yeah. Like, we we went through it in Dreamcast. Yeah. Like you yeah. can, can keep going, play around with it. You can put pretty much anyone anywhere mm. in this and have it still make sense. Yeah. Uh, any more, guys, or have we come full circle? I think that's it for Top me. Top five Jeremy Jordan shows. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's probably only five of those that have soundtracks that we can all listen to. So. <laughs> um, yeah, well, let's then talk about some lessons we learnt. Don't cheat. <laughs> Musicals taught us everything we know. So what did this musical 
teach us. Relationships. Relationships are hard, are hard and they make you sad sometimes. <laughs> and happy other times. Yes, and just because a boy is cute doesn't mean he's not going to be a butt. It's true. <laughs> You're assuming that all all people playing Jamie's are gonna be cute. It's because I haven't seen an ugly Jamie yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's <sounds> terrible. Ugly. <laughs> I haven't seen a non-cute Jamie yet. Um I think we've definitely learned that there are two sides to every story. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um this this is the show that introduced JRB to me. Yep. Um, and I think that this is a very this See, this musical is probably one of I'm most amazed that it was written at all. Yeah. It is so I, – I host a movie podcast and there are a certain classic uh, classification of movies that I consider perfect. Yeah. Not that they are the best movie ever made, but as a text they are perfect. And I consider Last Five Years as a perfect musical mm. in that it accomplishes everything it does and it's – perfectly self-contained you don't need any information outside of it and if you've got two performers and a band you can put on a good version of this show yeah it's your perfect one act your audience like uh, Mm. what is it uh, where they're engaged for a good amount of time yeah so like this this really was the first time that i felt that way about a musical Mm. uh, because i had experienced it as as film, but never as a musical. So yeah. I think that's what. Did you experience what, the film first? Yes, this? absolutely. Oh wow! I'm yeah. a big Tarantino fan, and he's made two films that oh, I no, consider perfect movies films. in general. I can yeah. in yeah. general. Right. Oh no, no movies in general. I I experienced this at 2014, and I I was aware of this musical well. Okay, that. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought you were trying to tell me that the first thing you saw was the movie of this. No, okay. No. I was like, well, unfortunately, <laughs> a little bit sad for you, but anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, from an acting perspective, this was because I was much younger when I heard this and really just starting out in the industry and it was the first time I discovered that you can have a musical that doesn't need all the flashy musical theatre elements to make it big. You don't no need someone. No but, yeah, exactly. No it's literally just, you can just tell a story. Mm. You just sit on stage with and not even another person sometimes but two people can tell a really deep and meaningful story and I think it's the first time that that unlocked that side of me mm. and I went oh actually that's what I want to do so that's what it taught me was that you don't have to be a tap dancer wearing sequins <laughs> flying from the ceiling yeah it can be whatever you I want guess, just tell yeah, a story musicals exist on a spectrum from last five yeah. years to Priscilla the, Queen of the Desert 42nd Priscilla. Street <laughs> I was going to say Lion King but all of those <laughs> Mate, <laughs> koalas fr- flying from the ceiling like <laughs> you can just sing about yeah. your feelings <laughs> It's true. Um, look, I guess the, it is the big, the biggest thing is the relationship side of of this. It, it, it is true. Like you can always tell the truth, and tell still truth. won't work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a good lesson. Well, it's, it's not. A, it's not a nice lesson. No, that's true. But it's not. And I think because the fact that we are still debating years after having experienced the show for the first time, whether yeah. or not we're team Kathy or mm. team Jamie. And we swap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm back to Jamie. <laughs> I knew you would. As soon I as Jeremy never. Jordan was brought Convenient. up, you flipped back to oh, Jamie. Oh, guys, he's so pretty. I have learned, not from just this show, but many shows, that he is a brilliant performer and other things. Um, I've learned that love is not necessarily enough. Yeah. 
And I mean, that's a lesson that we learn anyway, regardless of whether a musical tells us, but it just brings that home that love may not be enough to keep that relationship together. And that not every love story is fairy tale. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. I think quite often in musical theatre we see happy endings and mm. this is this unhappy ending is thrown in our face the minute it starts. And so in some ways it's a lot more realistic. Uh, relationships are hard and we have mm. to work for them or be willing to let them go and that's, uh, that's a really interesting thing to see on stage. Mm. And I think a lot more lessons that we've learned can be heard if you just jump back to the <laughs> discussion of the story where yeah. we spoke at length about what we've learned from it's this true, musical. It's true, it's <laughs> true. Um, uh, do we have a break now? I can't remember. Is there another nope. musical insult? No, I didn't think so. So we're going to We can ask... talk more about Jeremy Jordan if you no, want. No, we want to talk about you, <laughs> Heidi. Is there anything you're doing that you'd like people to know about? Do you know what I'm what? doing? What? I'm napping. I'm on break. <gasps> That's that such a so good taking thing a break. To do. I don't actually have a show on for the foreseeable future. So well, we are coming up to the end of the year, so that's not necessarily yeah. a bad thing. It's and just I've learned my lesson about up. doing shows over Christmas. Mm, it generally mm. just becomes a bit too much. Yeah, you so gotta take some time. I'm turning it. thirty. It's my thirtieth. It's very Chris exciting. Chris and I gone on a cool holiday together. Yeah. Um, nice. So I'm yeah. Um, if you would like to give Heidi the birthday present of song and you need to know <gasps> That's how. That's what I want. To- I want people to record love songs for me. Oh, my god! And then she will choose her favourite. People um, of the interwebs. <laughs> this is what I want for my birthday. If you value me as a human, record a love song for me and send it through. To um, Zane. Or two <laughs> musicals taught me everything I know. And, and they will forward it on to me. This is will. your challenge. And I will pick the birthday winner. <laughs> it's true. If and you'll you be invited <laughs> on my holiday. Well, oh, this is the only one. Don't make promises do you can't, we can't necessarily. Anyway, record me through. a love song and I'll name a winner. Um, this is really exciting. If you would like to send those song, <laughs> songs through or to uh, send us any type of communication you so desire, you can hit us up at www.that'snotcanonproductions.com forward slash M-T-M-E-I-K or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know. Our twiddle, twiddle? That's a new one. Our Twitter handle and our Instagram handle are both musicals teach me. Or you can send us an email, guys. I say this every week and I really want you to email us. Please do. I just want to have I just want to have something to read on the show. Email a song for um, Kristen. You can email <laughs> us at musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com. If guys, this is where we get serious. A thousand patrons. That's all I'm saying. A thousand <laughs> patrons on Patreon will get Zane dancing. Literally dancing. We will Zane film Zane is it. not a dancer, <laughs> so this will take a thousand people <laughs> saying that I have to and giving his money <laughs> for it to happen. It is only um, an, one American dollar a month to support the show via Patreon. Patreon. You can give more. You can give more, but we're not asking. If they Fabulous give more people everything. like David Do you dance more yeah. if they give more? There are a number of <laughs> levels of things that I will do. I think 500, you got me singing a song. You're singing your favourite song from, not Hamilton, Book of Mormon. From Book of Mormon. Yes. What song is it? Is uh, that a surprise? No, no, it is from Hamilton. It I'm, is from I'm Hamilton. singing. Oh, uh, you'll, you'll be back. You'll from be back. Hamilton. From Hamilton. Oh, you you'd be, be good in that role. You'd be on my dream cast in Hamilton. Has anyone done Hamilton yet? <laughs> yes, my friend. Yeah. Did you not listen to that episode? <laughs> I already? missed it. Why? <laughs> um, 
500 patrons will get Zane singing. 1,000 patrons will get Zane dancing. 1,500, we are yet to set, Why but it may I be coming. Public? What does he do for 5,000? Um, I feel at, like that's at, like a whole at other 1,500, level. maybe it's somebody else's dare. You can maybe also send is. those through to us if you want. But if you would like to become one of our Patreon patrons, it's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know. And our biggest one is liking us, subscribing to us, rating us and reviewing us on any of your podcast streaming apps. We would really appreciate it. Um, We want to make shows that you want to listen to. And just a reminder, we are now on Spotify as well. So you can find us on there where you're listening to all your other music. It's so exciting. Um, Thanks for joining us, Hyde. Thanks for having me. It's been a really nice discussion. I can't believe it's taken me this long to turn up here. I keep (laughs) telling people how much fun it is and they're like, oh. So same time next week? (laughs) Uh, We'll we'll be on (laughs) holiday, but if you (laughs) Actually, yeah, I'm out. See ya. yeah, it's always a party. This is why we're the party people of Friday afternoons, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. I have been your host, KB, and joined by my good friend, Zancy Weber, and our wonderful guest, Heidi Enkelmeyer. Until next week, guys. Bye. Bye. See you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.